This is real and this is now. (laughs) (laughs) It's not now yet. McCarthy. And I am obviously Casey Machio. And this is our 18th episode Mm -hmm. of the podcast. Nothing's Nothing's too too weird. I'm at the Everything I thought meant something seems so unappealing. I'm ready for the real thing, but nobody's selling, no. Except you and your sing, open up your eyes and ears, and let me in. You must be out of your brilliant mind. You must be out. What you're about to hear is earlier today, mm-hmm. as you know from past episodes, we went to a psychic called Laura, Laura, yep. Laura Jones, yep. and we contacted her and asked her if she would do a reading on the podcast, yep. and she did. unbelievably she did. I was so excited. She said... It was life-changing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you're about to hear... Us and we did 15 minute readings a piece with her and kind of asked her about herself mm-hmm. and then afterwards you get we had readings that you don't get to hear because there are private readings. yeah they're private readings we might tell you a few little snippets but yep. that's it otherwise nothing they're for, more they're for us and if you want yep. to hear what happens in a private reading get your own private reading and we'll tell you how to do that yep okay so listen to our readings. And then we will be back with normal podcasting, but this is... Right after this. This is a first, and that's why we're having some difficulties. Uh (laughs) Okay, so here's our readings. So this is a really special edition of Nothing's Too Weird, and I'm sure you guys have heard us talk about Lorica. We went and saw her before and she told us to go to the common thread and we did that and now we're actually here with her and we're so excited i'm so excited (laughs) and um so if you want to introduce yourself oh yeah thank you very much for having me i'm excited too i've been having goosebumps constantly for like the last five minutes so uh that's a good sign so i'm laura jones i'm also known as loracle and i work under the name of loracle compassionate psychic guidance i've been at this business for about 20 years but um, mostly um full time here for about the last five years or so and um Anyway, I am what you might call a clairvoyant, and that would be that I have psychic seeing. I'm also clairaudient, which is psychic hearing, and then I'm clairsentient, so I have the feelings that go along with it also. Um, My goal in doing this kind of work is to help people to open doors to more joy, love, and gratitude. So in my experience, it's uh, 
usually been a very positive uh, thing for people in their lives, more as opening up possibilities rather than predicting, showing directions that might be a little bit brighter perhaps um, than other choices. And that's what I felt like last time. It kind of felt like almost like therapy where I, but I really didn't have to like do anything. It was like <laughs> great. And I listened like six times and each time I just felt better. And I think it'll be good because I don't think people really understand what goes on. Like, right. Go see. Right. Um, I think um, that I love it um, that I encourage recording of the sessions yeah. because it is helpful to listen again and I have had feedback where people continue to get new ideas and things that it makes sense in a new way than when the original appointment might yeah. have happened. And when did you first like realize you had abilities and what? Hmm. Like um, you know I was a very sensitive child um, and I had um, a lot of um, very early childhood trauma, so I kind of shut down. And it wasn't until about, um, oh, it's been a while ago now where I had a very upsetting divorce that kind of shook things loose. Um, and I started realizing that a lot of my problems were that I was so very sensitive and I didn't realize it. You know, picking up on other people's feelings, thinking that they were my own, and it made my life very complicated. So as I unraveled that, quite frankly, with a lot of counseling and also a lot of study of, of knowing life could be better than what I had experienced, um, I started realizing that um, it was intuition that I was experiencing. And sometimes I knew people even better than they knew themselves. Yeah. And so um, through practicing with friends and realizing that I was being helpful, I one day, um, and this is about that 20-year-ago mark, um, fell on my knees and um, said, God, if this is what you want me to do, you must show me the way because I wanted to do it in a way that was helpful and a way that honored my gifts that I was given. So um, since that time, I've had now some memories from that early childhood time where I had an angel, and she was purple. And, you know, just a purple color, um, so beautiful, and... I realized that she had been talking to me um, through these memories that I remembered through a lot of my childhood upset. And she kept coaching me, you need to keep going. You need to keep going. It will get better than this. And through my intuitive work and helping others, I now am actually experiencing that it is better. Yeah. It is better. Mm -hmm. Well, I am so glad you're here and... I think after people hear this, they'll probably want to come see you because that's what, after I told everyone, then they wanted to come see you. So how do people get a hold of you to make an appointment? Oh, or? Yes, yes. Um, well, I'm here in the Des Moines, Iowa area. Um, my phone number is great to use. You can text or uh, phone me at 515 975 
1-800-273-8331. Or you can go to my website, which is um, Lorical, that's spelled L-A-U-R-A-C-L-E dot com. So a play on my, <laughs> on my first First name. And we'll post all of this on our Facebook page, so if you didn't get that, we'll post her flyer and everything, and it kind of goes into great your background and everything. And Great. I do readings in person, and I also do them by phone, and I have a mentoring program that's been very popular where I work with people one-on-one to develop their own intuitive skills and interlace it into their lives as almost like a creative force. And also um, help people to use it for business purposes and also um, um, help people to to um, recognize what their own gifts are. So Yeah, it's really cool. So yes. are you ready to get into it? I am. Okay, so me and Val are both going to do 15-minute readings on the podcast. And then afterwards, you don't get to hear our private readings, but <laughs> come and get your own private reading. <laughs> So, okay. So, All right. Well, this first. is Loracle, also known as Laura Jones, and I have some information for you. Um, so what I am seeing is that um, you have a circle of angels that are flying around your head, almost like making this um, uh, picture of a halo over your head. And so what that is telling me is that you are going through a time where there's a real purity of your thought, that you are really tapping into your own personal uh, truth, level of truth, uh, so much so that you're almost considered um, an angel yourself at this point. So I would be on the lookout for the chance that there might be people that you can help or assist because we oftentimes think think of angels as being uh, beings or 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 um, entities or energies sent by God that are helpful, and so when I see a circle of angels around you, they're like blessing you that you do have the capabilities to be truthful, fair, loving, and very helpful now when you are um, helping or, or talking with friends, co-workers, whatever area of life. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm getting especially children. So be on the lookout that when you go through like grocery stores and stuff that children might actually like lock in on you in a way that you haven't noticed before because um, they can sense this energy about you. Oh. Um. I always like to ask, after I um, have a kind of a overview of what the guides show me, and when I say guides, I'm blanking out my mind so that I'm inviting or praying and asking that information come in that might be helpful. I like to know what it is that you wanted to talk about today. Well, I don't know. <coughs> Last time it really helped, like, you just kind of gave an overview and like some problems like in my life and things to look up to make things better and I did do that and I feel like it did make things better and I always want my life to be better and want to be doing the best thing and being the best person I can be so is there anything I need to be doing differently to be the best I can be 
Yeah, that's a really good question, and I love that because it opens up for whatever is uh, best to come forward. And what I get is related to what I was given in that vision, that there might be um, a next step in acknowledging inside of yourself that good person and making that more like it is just who you are. I cannot imagine that you would be anybody else other than that person that wants to try to be better, try to be good, try to be peaceful, try to be loving. And so now's a good time in your life on a whole, but also in the next like six months or so to begin to talk to yourself inside and say, all right, if all of that is already true, that I want to be better, then it's a matter of um, acknowledging that and looking for ways that you can um, improve your life, knowing that automatically you are on the track to make your own life better. So it's, it's a given that you're going to be taking steps that um, help you to unfold even more who you are. There's something else that just came to me um, to share, and now would be a really good time in your life also to say or to ask or to ponder the question, God, why am I here? Connecting up more to that, knowing that you're loving and you so, so care about the world, connecting up with that part of you even more and admitting it and when you do that and say, God, help me with this, kind of like what I did when I was starting out with the intuitive um, abilities and growth, it's like saying, I am ready to step into a phase in my life where I'm more actively participating in making the world a better place. And we all have way different ways of doing that. So it can be as easy as smiling to the child in the grocery store to speaking to 5,000 people about peace in Ghana. So it doesn't matter. It is all in that same frame of being really important. And the more people that are consciously saying I'm going to be my best person. You've already committed to that. And God, how do you want me to do that? I will be, um, I will have my eyes open to every little opportunity where I feel like I'm making a difference. And you'll be surprised at the interactions that begin to happen just from your willingness to kind of keep your eyes open. So you're going into a phase where you're going to understand yourself as being an important person. You're going to understand, not from an ego aspect, but that you're needed here. You're wanted here. By being yourself, you make the world a better place, and we need that so much in the world. So um, that's where you're headed. Not so much about the specifics, trusting yourself with the specifics. 
And um, I'm also seeing that you are on the downhill side, the easier side of beginning to create your life from things that really make you personally happy and bring, you know, um, a sense of bounce in your step. So I'm actually seeing now or being shown um, like you're not going to get older like most people do. That there's going to be a bounce in your step for quite some time. So be prepared to um, take care of yourself so that your body can feel good about being able to have that bounce okay. in your step. So that feels really good to me. I think it is partly because of your commitment to uh, really wanting to um, um, make a difference in the world, quite frankly. And I think that's what we all want. Mm -hmm. And it's really a blessing to be at a point where you can actually commit to that or, or make it known to yourself or say to God or some greater part of yourself that you're willing to, to be that amazing person. All right. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, I, I'm being reminded again of, of children. Okay. And so it feels like to me, or, or animals, um, um, even plants, even outdoor-type things, um, that you have a very good relationship with nature, with, with all of those things, because of your pure heart. And so know that they're your helpers and your friends. So um, you might want to see if you have any interest in, you know, um, herbs or, um, you know, flower gardening, gardening, taking walks, any way that you can uh, look at nature, look at children as being this amazing creation. That will add a little flavor of of that word awe so that as you're saying I'm ready for this next step bring opportunities for me to be helpful so that I know how I am uh, best able to serve at this point in your life you know we're talking about life purpose here mm -hmm. which is always kind of morphing and growing we think it's like this one thing but it's really like maximizing right now and then you'll know more in six months after this kind of phase is is over and you'll adjust at that point you know it's like all right this kid thing they're really kind of attracted to me maybe I ought to volunteer. Maybe I ought to, you know, so be on the lookout for what kind of themes develop as you allow 
God, your guides, your high self, your soul, whatever your belief is to show you okay. what you're about. All right. Yes. <laughs> so any questions or anything that really clicked with you as we were talking? I don't know. I'm. It always, it just makes me feel good to hear all of those things. I don't think I have any questions really about that. Do you think I should read some books on like, is there anything you recommend that I should? Yeah, um, whatever you might find of interest. So, you know, you might go to like Half Price Books and go to their self-help section. Um, sometimes they have a metaphysical section. And I would just see, you know, um, we all have areas we're naturally attracted to. Because it comes so naturally, we don't even notice sometimes. So you'll want to pay attention to what section of that. It's like, oh, I'm really interested in tarot cards. Or I could care less about tarot cards, but boy... This, you know, ancient mythology from Celtic areas is interesting to me. So let yourself begin to lead the way. Okay. That's kind of the turning point. If, if we were talking, you know, five years ago, I might say, yes, you need to have this basic book read, this basic book read. And I always recommend to people, you know, like something about past lives, something about... Uh, people who have died and come back. Those are always fascinating to mm -hmm. learn a little bit about the world. Then you have crystals, you have herbs, you have tarot cards, you have intuition. I loved studying about different religions. And by learning about that, I learned a lot about um, myself and others. Um, I think that there's a lot to be said about... Um, you know, Oprah channel and and some of the really wonderful people that are getting um, information out there, including, you know, if you have any local groups. And here in the Des Moines area, we have the Common Thread group mm -hmm. that meets the first Thursday of every month at 7 o'clock over at Plymouth mm -hmm. Church. So um, I don't think that you need to study anything unless you want to. Okay. Because that's showing you the way. You're going to let your life purpose now kind of beckon you. Okay. You know, what's enticing you? What seems interesting? And let nature take the course at this point. Because I believe that all of our life purpose sort of work seems to come, of course it has challenges, but it seems to come with an easier sense of being able to commit to it, especially at the point that you're at, where there's not any fear, your life is in good order, and of course it's important for people to try to get all of their personal stuff in order. If you've got money concerns, explore what you can do personally to empower yourself to overcome those things. Okay. Yeah, so I'm all about um, supporting people and finding their own way because we're all amazingly unique mm -hmm. and special and needed here on Earth. 
And right now, with all of the problems that are going on around the world, sometimes it can seem helpless and hopeless. What can I do? And I think it's important to go back to what each one of us can do individually. And if we keep trying to be good, good, good people, we might miss the turning point that you're at, which is, I am a good person. Now, how can I go out into the world and have uh, more of a, of a feeling of interacting in a way that, that feels important to me? Whether small or big, we can't ever know what is more important. Because it is, in my opinion, God's work that we're talking about. So I'm excited for you. And I know that you have the skills and you're very um, driven and self, um, well, the word that's coming, propelling. Um, you, you, you haven't already reclaimed your natural sense of what's right for you and what is not right for you. So now the adventure begins. Okay. I'm excited. Yes, now <laughs> the adventure begins. And um, I know that Sometimes some of this is um, general and my work is not so much the showy work of intuition, um, you know, like telling you what your dead grandmother's name is and, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. It is, it is a energy, it is a life path sort of approach and it is, if we're going to be here, we need to feel connected and need to feel like there's some grand plan or something greater than I'm here and I'm dead. And so for you, I am seeing this really exciting time coming where don't need to try to be better anymore. It's time to apply. And I do have a book that just came okay. to me. It's called The Prayer of Jabez. Okay. Um, Jabez is spelled J-A-B-E-Z. Um, it is uh, pretty much Christian-oriented because it comes from um, the Bible. Uh, there's the book of the Bible where they have so-and-so begat so-and-so and so-and-so begat so-and-so and so-and-so begat so-and-so. And Jabez says, I don't want to be just another person in this long line. Please, God, tell me what it is that I can do that will help to make the world a better place. So um, that's the point that you're at is, is um, and you know, maybe you can say this is true or not, and we aren't talking about ego, but you come to a point where it's like, is this all there is? Mm -hmm. And we all want to have a deeper sense and that's that turning point that you're at right now. So you're going to slide right through what could be a uh, midlife crisis. Okay. <laughs> and, and go on to something better without having to do the crisis part. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. Avoiding that. Yes. <laughs> okay. I think we're good. Ready for Val? Yeah. All right, Val. Sounds good. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. Hi. Hi Val, Hi. this is Loracle, also known as Laura Jones, and I have some information 
to tell you. Okay. I am getting that you're going through a stage of having to speak up. Okay. And um, share your truth even more. Um, I'm also getting almost to the point of it would be wise to um, get angry. And what I'm hearing is almost like off the charts angry for you, which would be more along the lines of um, very uh, good and mindful approach to telling somebody what your opinion is based on how you feel. So I'm hearing that you might feel like the anger is huge and that you don't want to deal with it because it's too huge and I don't know, I don't want to like, you know, blast somebody's head off or, you know, that's not you. But what I am hearing is that it will feel that way to you, but that you'll handle it very well. And you might actually experience um, having something um, good come of it so that you'll get the confidence that you'll be able to um, ask for what you need more and more and more from that standpoint of being upset or or frustrated. I'm not predicting that there's huge things wrong that you need to express this. That's not what it's about. It's about it's about um, you having a total expression of who you are, and I'm seeing the frustrated parts of you being neglected. And we all deserve to be like face forward with all of our parts. Mm -hmm. I'm not one that prescribes to anger, to sadness, to um, as being um, negative emotions, I sometimes hear. I think that all emotions tell us something. And when we're listening to them and giving them the time that they deserve, they can actually become a good part of the GPS system that we have inside of ourselves. So we know when to make a change. We know when to speak up. We know um, easier um, how to move forward because our feelings give us really good clues. So I am getting that you're a big-time feeler and very sensitive that way. And I am too. And I'm being guided to have you um, try out something for a while that when your feelings get flared up, especially the ones that are not real pleasant, that you simply ask the question, is it mine? And let the energy, in asking that question, the energy will kind of sort itself out. And this is good for everybody that is sensitive. It will sort out that energy so that you'll know whether that frustration is actually yours or somebody else's. So um, you are breaking out of... Um, a phase that will help you to feel much more comfortable with um, your own opinions. Okay. Because I get that you have great ideas 
and those fall under the category of opinions. You know, we sometimes attach the opinions to, oh, I don't want to tell my opinion because they might not like it. Well, opinions also are the starting point for a lot of creative mm -hmm. activity. So I think, and I think now I'm getting corrected by the guides, it's more like I, I'm being told that you're going into a really creative period where um, pay attention to the ideas that you have. I get that it's related uh, to this show, but there might also be some offshoot of things. Um, and so pay attention to what you might be interested in doing and then how to do it that matches up best with who you are. Excuse me. <coughs> So, um, it's, nothing needs to be decided. You're going into like this free form type time where entertaining everything and all possibilities is really great. If something like sticks with you and you don't seem to, you know, it's like, this is really important, but I've thought about it for years and I can't like get it rolling. What I'm hearing is that there are ways to devise a plan that makes it easier for you to move forward. So sometimes uh, we, um, well, I'll just use a personal example. I've had this box in my office for probably 10 years where bills that come by mail need to go into that box. For 10 years, they didn't go into that box. Mm -hmm. And so just recently, I realized that box is not working for me. It's not my style. Mm -hmm. Or something is wrong with that, that it's not easy for me to do that. And I know it's good for me to put them somewhere where they're all together. Mm -hmm. So now, I don't know what the difference was, but I tried like this stand-up, you know, slot thing. And I'm sticking them in there. Mm -hmm. I So apparently something inside of me makes it easier for me to proceed and accomplish what I want to accomplish. Um, by doing it in a little different way that seems to be more personal to me. Mm -hmm. So you are going into a phase where you have all these ideas, new ones coming to you, and you get to shop around for what actually works for you. So I encourage you not to have a box for 10 years mm -hmm. <laughs> driving yourself crazy. Why can't I? Why can't I? And easily flow from, all right, that doesn't seem to work for me. Maybe this will. Mm -hmm. You know, people, um, and I think this is related to you as well. Um, it's around quiet time. And quiet time um, is sometimes hard for people to find in their busy life. And so 
sometimes people equate quiet time with needing to do an hour of Zen meditation per day. There are a bazillion different ways to get your quiet time and you need to figure out what way works best for you. Um, believe it or not, one of my best quiet times is to go shopping. Mm-hmm. I window shop, so it's not about purchasing anything, but there's something about it that helps me to relax. Mm-hmm. And I read magazines, and that does the same thing for me. And so I find those ways of quieting. Now, I am hearing that it would be good to have some purposeful quieting in your life. Mm -hmm. So that means then that time to ask questions and sit with the question and see if a thought floats through that answers the question or you might even get a feeling about something. You might hear words and start encouraging your own intuitive abilities because you are very intuitive. Mm -hmm. I can tell that from feelings that they might actually bubble up into words that come out without much of an explanation of how what happened in there Mm -hmm. that actually gave me the words or gave me the thought to answer it. Um, So um, uh, a couple of suggestions to get started on your um, journey of figuring out how to do that as easily as possible is sometimes when you wake up in the morning, there's a quiet time before you get out of bed, uh, sometimes at night before you go to bed. And those are traditional times for prayers also. And prayers can be a way of that contemplation also. Just knowing that when you ask a question or you invite some sort of sense of guidance or some sort of sense of, all right, I'm tapping into something greater than myself, um, that when you ask those questions, when you say a prayer, that you make a commitment to be aware. Because the answer not only... um, can come, you know, right in that moment with some sort of sense, but it can also come in the world around you. God is everywhere. Guidance is everywhere. And so to begin to look at the outside world in a little different way than you have, which is that it's providing clues for you Mm -hmm. and you get to be the interpreter. Whatever feels right, to you so you can begin to make friends with those feelings and begin to use them more and more for your GPS. Okay. Any questions for me before we... I don't think so. Yeah. So creative times are on their way. You can't really do anything wrong because you're going into this like wide stream time. You know, you're... You're going down the stream on a tube and sometimes it's through the fast, narrow parts. You're into that wide, peaceful part right now where you can explore some of, all right, that's upset me. 
maybe I can say something about that. I've let it go for a long time. You know, getting in touch with your feelings and also getting in touch with your inspirations. All right, thank you. Okay. So I hope that everyone liked that. I liked doing it. I did too. And I hope that everyone found her voice to be very soothing. It is really. Her whole presence is is. soothing. Do you think that she's going to listen to this? I hope so. I hope so too. I don't know. It was really fun. I was glad she agreed to do it, and I hope she's listening. I hope other people listen and think that's something I would like to do, because it really does, after I leave there, I feel better about everything. Life. Yeah. It's like a um, talk therapy. It is, but you don't, we don't have to talk. Mm-hmm. That's what's nice about it. She, she just talks. Yeah. And, and just, it is truly very nice. Very nice indeed. Did she tell you anything in your private reading that you were willing to share on the podcast? Well, she told me that in a past life, because it was a lot about past lives, Mm -hmm. that I was a fairy or a brownie. Have you looked up? I haven't. I haven't. Are you kind of nervous to look um, up? I'm a little nervous, and I didn't understand what it meant because I felt like we were not on this plane of existence then. That's pretty cool. Probably in a different realm. Like, you remember those brownies on Willow? That movie Willow? Yes. And then they're yelling, I stole the baby! Yeah. I stole the baby! It's kind of like mm-hmm. I am on the movie Willow. And Val Kilmer was in that, who you used to Yes, who I used to like. And we talked about 80s heartthrobs. Well, there you go. Tied it all together, didn't we? (laughs) Casey, you just tied it all together. (laughs) No, I think you did. This day just came full circle. Mm Mm-hmm. What? Unfortunately, Luke can't be here Uh because we are going to watch some movies tonight. I feel bad that he can. But we'll rewatch these movies with Luke Mm -hmm. anytime. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, that's a bummer. Get your car fixed. Come on over. Mm -hmm. Let's watch some movies. Mm -hmm. For sure. And also, go to Loracle. Yep. Casey, do you want to share anything that was on your reading? You know, she did talk about the podcast Mm -hmm. on the reading. And and said, you need to grow it. Yeah, and like maybe we should do it in front of people and on mm-hmm. a stage and yeah she said talk about me being on a stage and she oh. said that to you so yeah someone put us on a stage we'll we've to... been on a stage once and but we it were was terrified weird. but you know what the lights weren't working all mm-hmm. kinds of weird stuff was going on we almost started late nothing was going our way i feel like if it all went our but way, we pulled through we did I feel like it was a good time. Yep. I think if we, if everything was working and it was in a whole live studio audience. We have a live studio audience now. We do. Adam. Adam. And Super Scott. fan. There Scott he producer. is. <laughs> yep. Adam bought me a Milky Way and I just want to give a Milky special Way. shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> it was very nice of him. <laughs> He was just like, what do you want at the gas station? And I was like, a Milky Way. And there it is. I was like, yes. Done. Do you think people feel like this was a normal transition back into the podcast from listening to our 
psychic reading because I feel like psychic reading was pretty soothing. I hope so. I feel like I'm curious to know what it's going to sound like Mm -hmm. all put together. You know what? Maybe people needed to be soothed by the psychic and then energized by us Mm -hmm. because we bring energy to the room. We do bring energy to the room. We were told so. Mm -hmm. Yes. We were. Mm -hmm. You were told you were like an angel. (laughs) (laughs) You're like an angel, like with angels flying above your head with a halo. Yeah. And Casey, that's not the first time someone has said that, so what is going on? I don't know what's going on with the angels. Oh, people think you're angelic, that's for sure. (laughs) I do. I just come in like an angel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like just as... Soft, docile angel. Sweaty <laughs> <laughs> balls. <laughs> okay. All right. So back to what we normally talk about, which is uh-huh. Walgreens. Oh, uh, yes. Bad news on the Walgreens front. Uh-huh. They're closing 200 stores. Scott, can you believe that? I don't know. I don't think I can. I'm sick about it. And I want to know what is going on. Is it like when a restaurant has Groupons, like they're about ready to close? Oh, my God. Yeah. You know what, what is happening? That's why I can't TJ forever at this point because I can never do another Groupon haircut because that <laughs> means they're terrible and want to drive me to drive them to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think is happening there, Scott? With Walgreens? Yes. Yeah. Probably. How are they not making so much money? Where do you think they're closing the stores? In small little towns? CVS. CVS sickens me because, okay, so they decided to be all like, we're not selling cigarettes. I don't even smoke, but whatever. But they still sell alcohol, so what? Why are they deciding what is okay and what's not okay for people? Walgreens doesn't tell you what's okay for you. They just say, we're here for you. I feel like if they were going to do something, they should be like, we're not selling booze or cigarettes. Not yeah. one or the other. Yeah. Like, as if booze in they're excess flip-floppers. is any different. No. Yeah. Flip- Walgreens is not flip-floppers, except they're flip-flopping on be well, because now they've said cashiers don't have to tell us to be well. And then I saw someone post on Facebook, I hate when they tell me to be well. Don't tell me to be well. I have problems in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe someone would say that. It's, for some people, that's all they have mm-hmm. is the person at Walgreens telling them to be well. For most and people, that gives them a sense of hope. But these people that just want their life to be miserable don't want to be told to be well. They want to be miserable. Oh, I don't like it. What's the shit with the Walgreens person says to you? They just say be well and it makes you feel don't, good. Just ignore them. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. aren't they just ignoring them? They're getting up in arms about it. They're they just like, need to ignore them. Yeah. Do you like it, Scott? When they say that, or are you indifferent? I usually probably don't notice. Okay. Because there's no, there's no actual yeah. relationship going on. I don't With the person, and the they cashier. Want me to have a good day, or if they're just trying to say it nicely. Yeah. What do you? You think that the lady on the Facebook page was the lady that I saw that was like, I just want you to know no. Walgreens <laughs> is wrong and I'm right. <laughs> what probably. is happening? <laughs> it's probably that lady. She was clearly mentally she ill. Was, <laughs> she was really focusing Whoa. in on Walgreens for all her yeah, woes. She was. Mm-hmm. Okay, so last Thursday, I made you dinner. 
Yeah. Scott was at hockey. You came over. I made you dinner. Bologna, dipped egg, and cracker crumb. Really, really good. I felt, Scott, it was so good. If Casey's going to offer to make you that, you need a letter. Yum. (laughs) Mustard, bologna. Well, I felt like I was living in, like, old times. Yeah. Like Dust Bowl? (laughs) Yeah, like Dust Bowl times. Great Depression. And Casey was, like, frying it up for me, and we were like, let's just eat. (laughs) It's good. Then we watched some Robert Durst. Yeah, we, we watched had some bologna Jinx. and watched some Robert Durst. And then the best part of all, Casey presented me with a giant piece of angel food cake <laughs> with yeah. fresh cut strawberries. <laughs> it was like I was in a restaurant. Yeah. It was so good. Like a depression era the, restaurant. Yeah, because angel food cake is an old timey dessert. I'm an angel. Yeah, you are an angel. <laughs> <laughs> an angel that makes and gives angel food cake. Like, <laughs> why do you think they call it angel food? Because angels eat it. <laughs> you know what? All I think about, all I think about is that is the movie Twins, because um, the girlfriend of Arnold Schwarzenegger makes him angel food cake, and then Danny DeVito they make him devil's food cake. I'm like, good and bad cakes <laughs> for the good and bad and people. Food. But I can tell you by making it. I think it might be devil's food because it's really bad for you because it has so many, like, eggs in it. It has extra eggs than other cakes. And angel food cake just has egg whites, not the yolks. Really? So I think it's, like, it's good. Have you ever made angel food from scratch? My brother did, and I tell you what. Was it good? Nope, it was not. It was not. It was not as good. (laughs) Because I'll tell you why. I think if I made it from scratch, I have the pan to do so. A spring form pan? Yes. Yep. But my brother put it in cupcake pans, and it's just, no. that's not how it works. It's got to be spring form, so it gets all mm-hmm. light and fluffy. Yeah. So maybe I should try to make my own. Yes. Let's do that. This mm-hmm. That'll be our next Angel adventure. food cake. <laughs> Homemade. Cosmo likes it. He I did. gave him some. Oh, <laughs> yum. It's so good. Also, on the topic of... Tasty treats. Mm-hmm. Have you ever gone to the donut hut? I have not. Do so as soon as possible. ASAP. <laughs> so, you think that they'll podcast with us? Give us free donuts? I would love free donuts. I think... I don't think they would join us on the podcast, but if if I said maybe we're going to talk about how much we love you because we do love you on the podcast, they would throw in some donuts. And I just think they wouldn't podcast because I know the guy can't hear that well. Oh, the guy can't? The owner? Yeah, and he always says, I can't hear that good, so. Oh, my God. And they have they got all a kinds. whole wall of donuts you can Sprinkled choose Sprinkled and filled and yeah. all that. And so the first time I went there, I was like, I'll have six donuts. Then I'm like, Bavarian this is cream. overwhelming. That's what I told him. Because <laughs> it was. It was like my brain was just gonna shut down because it was too many donuts did you order like a dozen or something i just ordered six but that probably made it harder i should just ordered a dozen so it wasn't so hard yeah yeah oh my god (laughs) so So you should go there okay it's on like if you go down merle hay road Mm -hmm. turn left on douglas half mile up the road okay get some donuts change your life okay yum It'll make morning great. 
The mornings aren't great. They could stop generally. by and pick some up for the girls at work. They'd love that. Yeah, do it. <laughs> they would. They'd be is, like, oh my god. Is that near your work? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's on, it'd be on the way. Oh, you have to. <laughs> it's right on Douglas? Mm-hmm. Yes. What a great idea. So look forward to that. If anyone look forward from Bell's to that, work girls. is <laughs> Donut Hut Donuts on their way. <laughs> yes. Also, I got sent at work um, from my friend Julie sent me. There's a product called Go Girl. And you showed it to me, and I think it's pretty ingenious. So girls can be standing up. Unreal. Yeah. But. There is. Still need privacy. Standing up when they're what? When they pee. When they pee. Oh, yeah. There we go. Did you see it, Scott? Oh, yeah, I saw it, but I don't think you said I said so girls can pee standing up. It's kind of. It just looks like a beer bomb. Kind Kind of. of. Yeah. Yeah, kind kind of. of. Yeah. Like a funnel. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, everyone needs to accept that we are still not getting the full benefit of being able to pee standing up because there's still. To just go in a corner. We can't just. Pull out a little bit and it's coming out. No. Okay. Just like out of oh. your zipper. Yeah. No. no we can't do that. Me. So it's not <laughs> ideal. Oh my God! What's happening? I don't know. Cosmo was scared. Cosmo. Okay. Okay. All right. So we're gonna check on Cosmo. We're gonna take a break in the podcast because this is a long podcast because yeah. we had the psychic readings at the front mm-hmm. of the hour. Yeah. At the front of the hour. Okay, so let's take a break and we'll, and we'll listen to some coolsy. And yeah. this is Zach Lint, and I went to high school with him, and mm-hmm. he was a very nice, funny person. Like some people weren't nice to me, he was always super nice to me, and he makes awesome music. So why isn't everyone listening to it? Go listen to it. Yep. You can't not listen to it because it's about to play. Go. Talking karma, slaves, fast talking. I'm amazed at your audacity. My brain is at capacity, cuz, cuz. I've had it up to here, Elaine. Fears of the insecure. I'm picking up my pants, the epic winds occur. My fans have heard the fantasies from jamming to my rambling. Wild jerks with big shirts and flat brims be battling. I'm rattling the cages of these tired ass tigers for a living. But stick to staying humble and forgive me. There's no bad people, just people having bad days. But that's no excuse. Don't let them drag you into that haze. The rat maze is miserable. They love to have company. Invited me to lunch, they end up the Trying to figure out the best way to get at my cheese Here's an idea, ask me I wouldn't put it past me to give it up for free My soul is infinite, so there's no way to outlast me Whatever you got, whether you like it or not You got shit to do, so get up out your spot You're gonna need a lot of energy Need a lot of energy, need a lot of energy And when you grind and you start to shine You'll find within and outside of your mind You're gonna meet a lot of enemies Meet a lot of enemies, meet a lot of enemies when you dream is it elaborate and free this dude was smoking something now he's passing it to me i took i took a sip of the tea you see, you see my name is zachary and that means god will remember me and so i rest easily amidst my many enemies because i know a couple lives ago they was a friend of me the memory of grudges is what makes us petty motherfuckers pity that we succumb so readily but steadily the age of the primate is coming to a close whether or not you got your finger up your nose and so i suppose that you're going through the throes of agony in other words the pain will from my toes to my fingers, from Coltrane Dominguez, energy flows from fellatio 
know you gotta let it go in the world of the incomplete. Whatever you got, whether you like it or not, you got shit to do, so get up out your spot. You're gonna need a lot of energy, need a lot of energy, need a lot of energy. And when you grind and you start to shine, you'll find within and outside of your mind, you're gonna meet a lot of enemies, meet a lot of enemies, meet a lot of enemies. back scott welcome back to the podcast mm-hmm. everyone so welcome back hope you enjoyed that music mm-hmm. that was by cool z c-o-o-l-z-e-y mm-hmm. cool so z. look it up get his music he doesn't even he charges what you want to pay for it so yep whatever you want to pay go get it mm-hmm. um today earlier i took cosmo to the dog park he made a lot of friends he sniffed a lot of dogs butts <laughs> And he loves it. He does. He loves it. I saw, I took him to see my Aunt Sharon, too, and so her dog Willow was there, and then she had the two neighbor dogs, and Cosmo's just there, just like, hello, everyone. I'm here. He just loved it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, some dogs aren't into what he's throwing down. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's not, his feelings don't get hurt about that. That's good. We were at the dog park last week, and there was a little bit of drama. Have you ever gone to the dog park? I have not. Well, I think maybe it's going to be pretty dramatic as we're going there more and Mm -hmm. more. Because I saw my coworker, my friend Ryan, there last time with his wife and kids and dog. And I was like, man, there's a lot of drama in the big dog section. He said, oh, there always is. (laughs) And he said that his dog was in there and got raped. And the lady said, your dog's just too enticing. And that was that was that in the big dog area. Your dog's getting raped. It looks too good. You didn't see the collar she was wearing. <laughs> that is so messed up. Yeah. So people are just bringing their dogs out and like, just you have to accept that my dog is going to rape your dog because my dog is so special. It gets to rape all the dogs it wants to rape. Your dog shouldn't have been looking that way. Shouldn't have gotten groomed that way. <laughs> that cut was a little too enticing. <laughs> yeah, so a lady brought a German Shepherd into the small dog area because she was just like, my dog is the exception to every rule. I don't know if her dog rapes other dogs. I assume so because this uh-huh. lady lets it get a free pass on all rules. And so <laughs> she comes into the big dog section, or the little dog section, uh-huh. and a couple actual little dogs... We're going to arrive in the little dog section, and they leave. And I, it's obvious to everyone in there they're leaving because there's a German Shepherd in there. Yeah. And then Scary. she's And she's all trying to cause a fit. She's like, well, why are they leaving? What are they doing? Oh, guess they aren't coming. And, like, made it into a big thing while the rest of us are just like, well, you got your German Shepherd in here. And then when the German Shepherd left, she came back, and she's like, I'm sorry. I just, I'm not going to have a German mm-hmm. Shepherd around my dog because something bad could happen. I've had a bad experience. And I think this lady with a German Shepherd doesn't accept that no one can... Everyone has to love her dog, she feels. And everyone has to accept Do her dog. And like we don't. that she's never owned a small dog so she doesn't get it? I don't know. You know, it's just like if you have a big dog that can defend itself against 
yeah most everything because our dogs could be murdered by this dog they could mm-hmm. easily maybe she just but didn't she's, get it but she's just like you just have to trust my dog well we don't know your dog no. you know your dog and your dog knows you but it doesn't know my dog and it's just like she doesn't and she thinks she knows her dog but your dog her dog's she never she met knows, your dog she has no idea she has no idea and i think people need to quit acting like somehow if we don't want to our little dog to be around your german shepherd we're racist against german shepherds mm-hmm. because the dog isn't like that lady's hurting my feelings. No. That dog just wants to run in the big dog section and not cause it drama has nothing in to people's do lives. With the dog, it has to do with that lady has that got lady. some mental issues. Mhm. Mhm. And no people, we don't think it's your dog. We think it's you. You're the problem. Right. So mm-hmm. just be fine with people being scared of your dog. Who cares? If someone said that they were scared of pugs, I'd be like, okay, okay cool. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. people have said, pugs aren't cute, and I'm like, all right. I know. Who cares? I know. Move on. And we are moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and we are moving on to the next. The next topic. topic. Okay. Now, I don't remember what me and Scott were watching last night, but I decided and figured out something about church that I think is groundbreaking. Okay. What? I think people, children, stay in church because they want to reach the point where they get to take communion wafers, and that's how they get sucked in, is by these communion wafers, and those church people are just so smart to know, lord this over the children, don't let them have it, because it'll keep them in. They want to do this, what adults are doing. I mean, it is pretty neat. Mm Mm-hmm. Because... It is we, pretty neat. Yeah, we went to, you know, Catholic school. Not Catholic school. Catholic church. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it was a big deal to get, like, the wafers. Yeah, you have to you have to earn the wafers. Yeah, to you do, can, like, first just... communion and then, like, confirmation. Mm-hmm. And, like... I mean, I know that some people were, like, jealous that we had earned the wafers. Yeah. And they hadn't. You know what? It's a because big deal. I've been to funerals, and I, I can't take these wafers. And I how do you feel? You, I feel, feel ostracized. You do, you're like, I want to take the wafers. It's like, and you know, I could just go up, whatever, I'll take a wafer. Who gives a shit what I'm doing? But I'm not going to because I have... Whatever is going on, I respect it, and I'm not taking your wafer. I've said that to Dan before. I'm like, no, no, it's cool. You can just come and get the wafer. And he's like, I can't get the wafer. Because <laughs> he didn't, you know, go through all the steps to get the wafer. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, all right. You don't got to. My but brother. I think my brother can get the wafer. He can? Mm-hmm. Did he go through the steps? Yeah, he got confirmed and stuff. Because my parents were just like, we're going to tell you what to think. Yeah. But whatever you think, we'll just support it. Yeah. And my brother went to church. The rest of us didn't go to church. But my brother wanted to go through all that confirmation. And stuff. So he is able to take the wafers mm-hmm. at, like, funerals and things. Mm-hmm. And okay. I just sit there. I know. And I feel bad for, like, the people at, like, you know, funerals and and it's like all this kneeling and stuff and there's a lot of kneeling i'm not kneeling there's an awful lot of kneeling happening back and back stand up kneel stand back and you feel really like left out Mm -hmm. 
Casey is Cosmo snoring. Mm-hmm. He just fell right to sleep, didn't he? He's really tired. He's he been is. fighting it all yeah. night. Oh, good. <laughs> yep, it is. It's it's neat. That's a good incentive, though, yeah. I feel like. I think it is, too. Me and my brother used to play communion. Cause with the Necco them. wafers? Mm-hmm, with Necco wafers. Mm-hmm. I know. My, um, another brother, um, we used to play Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom mm-hmm. with Fruit Loops. <laughs> <laughs> Where I would plug his nose and then go, Kalima Shaki Day. <laughs> and then I would act like I was going to take out his heart. Then I'd just feed him a Fruit Loop. You just fed him a Fruit Loop. Because then he'd be like, I can't breathe and open his mouth, Fruit Loop. <laughs> that sounds fun. It was pretty fun. <laughs> I think we should all play that game later. I, We have Fruit Loops. How fun. Let's I do- can't breathe. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Today I kind of realized that doing things for the podcast gives me the bravery to do things in general mm-hmm. because without it I am just powerless. Yes. I know, Casey. I feel like that is true. I feel like we probably wouldn't have gone to Oracle today Mm-mm. had we not had the podcast to, as an excuse to be like, yeah, yeah. And I feel like I wouldn't have gone floating unless there was a podcast, and I don't think I would do Reiki because I've seen the signs. You don't think you would have gone floating, Casey? Mm-mm. I think I would have been like... You know, it was a big incentive to get it for free. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I would have gone floating. I think I would have tried it. Like, without the podcast. I might have done it but once. Probably not Reiki. Yeah. Yeah, and I might have done floating, like, once. Maybe not again. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have done Reiki unless mm-hmm. we were going to, like, talk yeah. about it as an adventure. And I don't think we would have gone to Loracle for the first time unless mm-hmm. it was, like, an adventure in Common Thread. And we wouldn't have gone to that. So no. we need to go on more adventures. Or, like, the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of cemeteries. What? Cold Sweats Podcast. When are they setting up? When were we going to podcast together? Yeah. They need to set that up. So if you guys are listening, email. Send us a message. If Let anyone's listening and wants to send us a message, you can send it to nothingstoweird at gmail.com or send us a message on Facebook because we're yes. on Facebook. And why don't more people like us on Facebook? They God need only to. knows why. God only knows. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. And we have kind of like tapped out on iTunes reviews too. Like no one has done any for a while. What are you guys doing? Leave us Nobody iTunes. has done any for a while, have they? Leave us iTunes reviews. All right. How people much do we have iTunes. to beg for these iTunes reviews? Did the Cold Sweats people leave one? No, they should. We'll leave one. If you leave us an iTunes review, Cold Sweats, we'll leave you one. Uh-huh. Not until I see that iTunes review. Because we haven't left them one. No, we haven't. Oh, okay. So we've kind of failed too, but we will. Let's do it. But yeah, email us and say when we're going to podcast together and I, you know, everyone should listen to their podcasts. Just look up Cold Sweats Podcast on Google and find it. Mm-hmm. You know how to work the internet. Listen. Listen to them. They're good. And then leave us messages like us on Facebook. Yep. Psh. Yep. All right. So do you want to do a few questions from the box? I think that'd be a good idea. And you get to choose them, Val. Okay. I'll choose them. Oh, let's see. No. Oh, I, this is a great one. 
our producer has to join in on the yes, you have to questions from too. the box. Do you ever feel guilty for being happy? Producer, you start. Yes, you start. I feel guilty for being happy. But what if you <laughs> were? What if you were having a great time? It would depend on why I was happy, I guess. What if you were and Casey were on vacation having a great time? No, I wouldn't <laughs> feel guilty at all. Okay. Like, because like other people don't have a home, or for you yeah. know what? I have felt guilty at times for being happy. If people are having like bad times in their life, I'm like. I shouldn't be having so much fun because they're having a bad time. You have. Yeah. I have too. A lot. I feel like, like I'm, I'm constantly packing my bags going on a guilt trip. Yeah, me too. All the time. I feel guilty for everything. I do too. I feel an insane amount of guilt. Mm-hmm. You think that's a woman thing? Maybe. You, do you don't think? feel guilty, Scott? You know what, also... Guys don't say no, and women feel like they always have to say yes, and maybe because you guys don't feel guilty if you say no. Yeah, because I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think all women do. It could be. Do you feel guilty when you say no? Uh, sometimes. I just don't. I think for a lot of women in general, they don't want other people to feel bad. Yeah. You know, they don't want people to feel bad. Yeah, so I think, yeah, we do. Yeah. Scott does not. That's good, Scott. You shouldn't ever feel no. guilty for being happy. You should always feel happy when you feel happy. Yeah. You shouldn't ever feel guilty. That's that's one trip you don't want to take. <laughs> <laughs> Guilt trip. <laughs> oh, let's get a really good one here. Yeah. Oh, here. Are you an open book? Scott, are you an open book? No? Uh, I don't know, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no. I would say, uh, my answer is no way, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just you just want to be. Yeah. I really don't think that anybody is. Mm-hmm. Are they? I don't know. Some people, if you're not an open book... You better write a bunch of less stuff on Facebook because I feel yeah. you are very much an open book. If you're doing yeah. like your blow by blow of if that. sometimes when people write stuff on Facebook, like just like you know a recap on, of their day, like <laughs> first I did this and then I did this and and then I did this and this is what we had for supper. Great day. It's like why is this your yeah. diary? For some people, I think it is. And that's what, if those people aren't an open book that are, like, doing stuff like that, then I wonder, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. What's really going on? Yeah. Because if you're writing that much as just, like, this is what I think people want to hear. There's something big time going on. Do you think some people think of Facebook as a diary? Maybe. Like a place you know to record all the stuff they do every day? Maybe if people don't respond, they do think it's a diary because no one's reading it, but... Maybe people aren't responding because they're like, why is this on the internet? Uh-huh. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I think we all wear masks to some degree, don't you? Yeah, and I wish yeah. I wore an actual literal mask. I do, too. I wish I wore an actual plastic clown mask at all times. A clown one? Yeah, I think so. I'm a werewolf. 
Oh, How about no. a wear clown? I would like that. I saw a clown just driving around on Easter, like in full clown makeup in his car. No way. Yeah, I was going to the dog park and... With white cake makeup? Mm Mm-hmm. No way. (laughs) Were you like, what is happening? I thought this church must really be putting on a show and bringing (laughs) in the clown. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, one last question. All right, last question. One last question. Um, no. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, is the richest person you know significantly happier than you? What do you think, Scott? Am I answering first? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I would say that that's probably true. I think so, too. And there was just a recent study that showed that money can indeed buy happiness. It (laughs) appears to in my life. It seems to very much. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that it does. Yeah. If you don't have to go to a job day in and day out. Or if you go to a job day in and day out, yet you can do whatever you want at any time you want. And quit whenever you want and do whatever, whenever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're happy. Money can buy happiness. I think that was just a lie to comfort people. The poor. Comfort the poor. It was. It was. What do you think, Because it's a lie. (laughs) 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 I think poor people can be happy, too. Well, yeah, poor people can be happy. They can, yeah. But you want to know what? They can. Okay, now we'll do a Kanye quote. <laughs> yeah, do a Kanye. Do a Kanye. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Money isn't everything. Not having it is. Was that a Kanye quote? Yes. That's so true. Mm-hmm. That is wise. Yeah. Money isn't everything. Not having it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So if you don't have it, that's a big deal because you can't get basic things. That's right. Yeah. Kanye is really wise. Yeah. He really Sage. is. I really like that song of his that's on the radio right now with Rihanna. Me too. I like it a lot. Oh god, that's a good one. Uh-huh. That's really good. I guess. Okay. Leave on some Kanye love. Yeah, we had a great podcast. We hope that it was just the perfect length for you. And think about fairies and brownies and other mm-hmm. realms. Angels. Angels. Go to Laura Call, get a reading. Come to our Come website, ntwpodcast.com. Yeah. Go to Cold Sweats Podcast mm, on just the internet. Let us know. Find it. Okay. All see right. you later. Yep. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. Is that a good length? <laughs> was it adequate? <laughs> Isn't that a good word, adequate? Yeah. You can Once you're empty, what's